This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. To hear previous shows, visit mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand. From MPB Think Radio, this is Next Stop Mississippi. I'm Mary Margaret Miller, riding solo today. Kamel King is on assignment. As we do every Friday, we'll be traveling across the state and letting you know about events that make Mississippi great. Today we'll start our road trip in Natchez for a special preview of Music at the Mounds. Then we'll travel to Greenville where the legendary Hot Tamale Festival is in full swing. Brian Keller will join us to tell us all about Jacktoberfest in Jackson and we'll close the show with a special appearance and interview with rapper Silas. So hold on tight because we're going for a ride here on Next Stop Mississippi. We'll be right back after the news. You're listening to Next Stop Mississippi on MPB Think Radio. Welcome back to Next Stop Mississippi on MPB Think Radio. I'm Mary Margaret Miller, riding solo today. Kamel King is on assignment in Ocean Springs, Mississippi. They are unveiling a Mississippi Blues Trail marker right now as we speak. The marker unveiling was at 10 a.m. in downtown Ocean Springs, celebrating Ocean Springs Blues. Now, we often think about the blues in the Delta and the blues in, you know, the hill country, but there's blues all over Mississippi, and today we're celebrating blues on the Gulf Coast. So, hey, if you're if you're on the Gulf Coast and, uh, and maybe you're close to Ocean Springs, maybe you're just down the street, uh, get downtown and come celebrate with Kamel and the crew as they unveil this great Mississippi Blues Trail marker. So a wonderful Friday in Mississippi. There's so much happening around the state. Uh, Michelle and I had a terrible time narrowing down what we would discuss on today's show. So, hey, if you know of something wonderful happening in your community that we're not discussing today, please call in and share. Uh, our number, as always, is one eight seven seven six seven two seven four six four. That's one eight seven seven mpb ring And we, we welcome your calls. We want to hear about what's happening in your hometown. Uh, speaking of what's happening in hometowns, I've had a great night here in Jackson last night celebrating the 10 most historic endangered places in Mississippi event. It was at the Lowry House, which is uh, right um, right near Baptist Hospital, a great sto- success story of, of historic preservation in Mississippi and a wonderful event last night. That really um, named what what some of the most endangered places are right now in our state. And uh, if you were listening last week, Lolly Rash was with us in studio and told us a bit about uh, the work of the community. But hey, they revealed the ten most list last night, and I'm going to list them for you uh, pretty quickly. Uh, but I encourage you all to uh, go online and uh, explore these further uh, at MississippiToday.org. You can actually find a full story about last night last night's event and uh, pictures of each of these historic places that. Are are endangered and need our attention. Uh, the town of Rodney, New Hope Missionary Baptist Church in Washington County, the Gillette House in Greenwood, uh, Temple Benai Israel in Natchez, uh, Walter Place in Holly Springs, the Mississippi National Heritage Areas. This is a place, not necessarily a building. Um, the Fondren District in Jackson, the Scott Ford Houses in the Ferris Street District of Jackson, uh, the Cochran Hotel in beautiful Ackerman, and Saragossa in Natchez. All of these places are very different and very interesting 
uh, to look at the images, to, to read the histories of these structures and places, um, and celebrate all things Mississippi. Uh, so without further ado, we're going to start our road trip today in Natchez, Mississippi, with a special preview of next weekend's Music at the Mound. So I want to welcome uh, my old friend Bubba McCabe to the show. Hey, Bubba. Hey, good morning, man, Margaret. How are you? I'm great. It's uh, wonderful to have you on the show today to talk about uh, what is uh, still a young festival, but it's really growing. Uh, you guys are going to kick things off next weekend, Saturday, October 28th, and Sunday, October 29th, with the third Music at the Mounds. Yes, uh, thank you so much for uh, you know having having us on and giving the opportunity to talk about this. Uh, I'm new <clears throat> this year to the uh, festival. I worked a little bit with them last year, but... This year I kind of came on full-time, and we're just trying to do something that's really cool and neat for the community. And it is still a young festival. It's a very grassroots festival. It's three of us, uh, myself, Mr. Brandon McCraney, who it was his idea to reinvigorate this festival, and Lance Harris, who is the director of the Grand Village of the Natchez Indians, where the festival is taking place. So uh, we're looking really forward to this, and just something cool for the community to come out to, um, something cool for the state. Uh, you know, bring in people from around the world, hopefully. So, uh, you know, it's going to be a good time. Well, I, I did a little bit of uh, research this morning on Grand Village, which is uh, a historic site in and of itself. It's 128 acres inhabited by the Natchez Indians from uh, A.D. 700 to uh, 1730. Now, this was on the Department of Archives and History website, which is just wild to think about a, a time that long ago. Uh, but talk a little bit about your decision to have um, a Mississippi Music Festival in this in this particular space well first of all the grand village is uh it's an amazing place it's beautiful it's probably i would say one of the most unique if not the most unique venue in the state of mississippi for music festival um but to talk a little bit about the history of the festival it was a festival that went on i think back in the 1980s and it ran for about 15 years um brandon mccraney uh two years ago came up with an idea to reinvigorate it uh, and approached Lance Harris, who was the director out there at the Indian Village, and decided that they wanted to go ahead and, and you know reinvigorate this music festival. The first year, it got rained out completely. It was only a one-day festival. It got rained out, so they had to move it into a gym. Uh, so we didn't really get to do the festival out at the village. But last year, we did, and they moved it to two days because of the tricentennial uh, celebration we had here. They wanted to keep up with that, so they decided to do a two-day festival. And it was just wonderful last year. Uh, the musicians loved it. I mean, this place is, you know, we're, we're able to bring you <clears throat> awesome music. That's the whole point is to try to bring in music that you could normally possibly not see in Natchez because we don't have a whole lot of live music venues that are big enough to support some of these acts. And to be able to provide, you know, the history of the Indian Village and to be able to hang out in a beautiful location like that that's just so spiritual. The musicians loved it. They thought it was the coolest thing ever. Um so, I mean, that, that's a little bit about the story of, of why we reinvigorated it. Myself, Brandon, and Lance are all musicians, uh, and we just wanted to do something. We love music so much. We wanted to do something for the people of Natchez, something to build our community now, and uh, and bring in some, some artists that, you know, you might not get to see anywhere else. Uh, it's, just a, it's just a win-win for, for Mississippi, for Natchez, uh, and for the tourists that we have that come through here, especially the international tourists. 
Well, and that's the truth because, uh, you know, I think with this event, it, it's a family-friendly event. The hours are 11 a.m. to 9 p.m. on Saturday and then noon to 7 on Sunday. So, you know, a, a great, um, you know, a window of time for a family to come out and make a day. Uh, but first and foremost, this is this festival is is about the music. So let's talk about the lineup. The The Saturday lineup is, is a, kind of your, uh, your regional and national acts, and Sunday's more local. So let's start with Saturday. Uh, Saturday, we, we worked really hard on this year's lineup. Like, and this is, you know, the third year, so we're still growing this thing. Uh, but we're really proud of what we were able to put together uh, for Saturday. We start at um, 11 a.m. The gates will open around 10 or 10:30 in the morning. Lawn chairs are welcome, so you can bring your lawn chairs. Um, it starts at 11 a.m. with Ann Freeman, good friend of mine, good friend of yours, and the Garbage Sons out of Oxford, Mississippi. Uh, really looking forward to having them down here. Uh, Mr. Kerry Hudson, who you guys have had on your show, he starts at 1245. Uh, at 2.30, we got Mr. Will Kimbrough from uh, Mississippi himself. has been on tour with Emily Lou Harris recently. At 4.15, we have Jimbo Mathis, everybody's favorite. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is uh, our incarnation is called Jimbo Mathis Hoodoo. And at 6 p.m., we have the Dexatines out of Tuscaloosa, Alabama, one of my favorite bands uh, going on today. And then, you know, me being a bass player, uh, I love this guy, uh, Mr. George Porter Jr. from The Meters. Uh, it's going to be George Porter Jr. and the running partner starting at 7.30, and that will run till about 9. Uh, so it's a good day. All day long you can hang out. There will be arts and crafts. There will be food. We are selling beer out there. So, you know, hopefully people will come out and have a great time. Oh, that is a, quite the lineup. Such a great day of music. And like you said, bring your chair, get comfortable, uh, make a day of it, make a reunion of it. Everybody meet in Natchez next Saturday for uh, some great Americana and rock music. And then, uh, Bubba, on Sunday, I, I see that Gunboat, one of my uh, favorite uh, pastime bands, is, is going right. to be on, on the lineup uh, as well as uh, several others. Yeah, I, I, you know, I'll just mention a little bit about Sunday. Sunday is a great day. Uh, I mean, who doesn't love a Sunday Sunday, especially with the uh, beautiful surroundings, uh, to be able to bring your family and come out. But we kick off at noon on Sunday with uh, Mr. Matt Willis. He is a, a Natchez native, a super talented guitar player, uh, does a lot of blues. I actually have played in a few bands with him recently. Uh, at one thirty, uh, we have the, the the founder of this, or the reinvigorating founder of this, Brandon McCraney and the Fellers Groove Band. Uh, and at two forty-five, one of my favorite Mississippians, uh, Lightning Malcolm. Man, he's awesome. He's a one-man show, and uh, he's definitely going to probably blow the uh, blow the roof off of it. Uh, at four o'clock, uh, Gunbo, uh, we will be playing there. It's my band, uh, so I'm looking forward to doing that because we haven't played together in a while. And then uh, at 5.30 to 7, we've got a great, great guy out of New Orleans, Dave Jordan and the NIA. This is going to be fantastic. It's just going to be a great Sunday. That's great. Well, I love the idea of musicians hosting a festival for other musicians and, of course, for the enjoyment of us everyday uh, folks. So uh, really great and exciting stuff, Bubba. I know it'll sound good. I know it'll feel good. I know it's going to be a great day. So tell our listeners where they can go to learn more about next weekend's event and maybe make some travel plans. Absolutely. Um, You can check us out on Facebook at Music at the Mounds. Uh, you can search that on Facebook, and you should pull up our Facebook uh, profile. Also, we have an event there where you can click the link to get tickets. Tickets are on sale right now. Uh, and the great thing about the tickets is this is an inexpensive festival. For all of this music, 
it's just ten dollars a day for adults. Wow. Five dollars for children, twelve and under. Um, you know, we, we've always got a giveaway going on right now until Monday. Um, you just go to our Facebook page, find the post for the giveaway, like our page, like the post, comment hashtag Music at the Mounds, and you're entered to win two VIP passes, a night at the uh, Holiday Inn Express, uh, a twenty dollars gift certificate to Fat Mamas. Uh, so it's it's just a great, you know, that's a great opportunity to come to Natchez and plan a weekend. And we have such beautiful things going on here. It's a great time of year to be in Natchez. This weekend we have the great Mississippi River balloon races. I've been out this morning watching balloons. So it's just going to be an exciting week uh, for to be in Natchez. So plan on coming down here, bringing your family, and just, uh, you know, heck, make a week out of it. So. <laughs> That's right. That's exactly right. Well, Bubba McCabe, thank you so much for joining us. Good luck with next week's Music at the Mounds and really excited about what all is happening in Natchez. So glad you talked about the Great Mississippi River Balloon Race at Rosalie in its 32nd year happening uh, this weekend. They've got Dirty Dozen, Railroad Earth, and Mark Broussard, so you don't want to miss that. Uh, next up, we'll talk uh, to Daniel Boggs with the Delta Hot Tamale Festival. So stay tuned. This is Next Stop Mississippi on MPB. Think Radio. Informative MPB news stories, the local shows you love, up-to-date severe weather info, and a state and worldwide reach telling the story of Mississippi. You're listening to MPB Think Radio. You're listening to Next Stop Mississippi on MPB Think Radio. We spoke with Bubba McCabe about music at the mounds in Natchez. Uh, it's going to be a great weekend next weekend at Music at the Mounds, uh, but lots going on uh, in Natchez this weekend uh, with the great uh, Mississippi River Balloon Race. So uh, wonderful things happening all around the state, and we're here to give you the inside scoop. Uh, I want to make sure to uh, to note that yesterday uh, in Oxford, we celebrated the 20th anniversary of Thacker Mountain Radio Hour. You know, I think a lot of us spend our Saturday nights on MPB radio listening to Thacker Mountain. So, hey, if you were at that 20th anniversary show, I want to hear from you. I wasn't there. I'm dying to hear about the show. So uh, give us a call. I know Kenny Brown put on a great act and Jimbo Mathis, as always. So uh, call and tell us how last night's 20th anniversary show was. Uh, so we're Headed to Greenville, we're going to check in with Daniel Boggs, who's in full swing uh, at the Delta Hot Tamale Festival. Welcome, Daniel. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Yes, we are in full swing. we got the main stage going up right now. we got a bunch of vendors setting up. We're blocking off the street, setting out uh, 
a lot of containers that um, our T-shirts and drinks will be sold out of. So, yes, downtown Greenville is alive right now. Well, I'm so glad to hear that. Things are happening all weekend at Steinmart Square in downtown Greenville. Uh, the hottest ticket in the state uh, for today's culinary mashup sold out starting now in full swing at E. Bass Auditorium. Uh, Daniel, what, what, sh- uh, what should folks expect this weekend? Oh, my goodness. Uh, you know, a bigger crowd for one. Uh, the Delta Hot Tamale Festival started. This is our sixth year. Uh, we had, you know, the first year was in 2012, and we estimated attendance about 5,000 uh, individuals. We've been tracking that. Uh, you know, we've grown about 43% in attendance each and every year. We're honestly expecting a crowd of 22, 23,000 people in downtown Greenville this weekend. Uh, we have over 30 tamale vendors. Uh, we have over 200 vendors. I think we have 221 vendors that will be set up in five blocks in downtown Greenville. We have two music stages, two areas for kids' events. Uh, we have uh, what we call, we started it out last year, we ran a test called Flavors of the Festival, uh, which is a ticket event. That's the only ticketed event tomorrow where you can actually come in and sample a variety of the tamales that come through the Tamale Festival and, and some that have won a lot of awards. Uh, and we're going to pair that with some craft beers from Delta Brewing Supply. But as far as the festival tomorrow, you know, plenty of shopping, great crafts, great food, great fun, great music. That's what you can expect. Well, that's great. And uh, I was on the site this morning doing some research, really getting excited about the weekend and uh, all the work you have put into uh, this year's festival. And I see that tomorrow, starting at 9 a.m., you've got the Chuck Jordan Hot Tamale Parade. And this sounds like an event that anyone can participate in. It is. It's Chuck Jordan. He was the mayor uh, the first year that this uh, festival came uh, came to life. He was the one that actually pro- proclaimed us as the Delta Hot uh, Capital of the World, the Delta, I mean, the Hot Tamale Capital of the World. Oh, right. Uh, and we do a parade uh, in his honor that kind of kicks off the festival. And it, it's kind of, uh, it, you know, as the parade passes you, it's almost like a symbolic thing, you know, that your, your space, your craft bin is now open. Uh, but yes, we encourage everybody from the community, golf carts, kids get involved. We have the fire department here. We have people that are riding in cotton trailers singing, uh, singing songs. So it's a great way to just really open up the festival. Well, I know that the tamale cooking contest is really at the core of this festival. You've got a pro category and an amateur category. And, I mean, just the sight of so many tamale makers in one place is really exciting. Um, But there are two other elements that I think are pretty fun, uh, that being the tamale eating contest and the Miss Hot Tamale competition. So tell us a little bit about these two spins that you've brought into the festival. Okay, well, first I will tell you about the Miss Hot Tamale Contest. Um, and this was something that started, again, in the, in the first year. But we encourage, uh, you know, young ladies from around the community to participate in Miss Hot Tamale Festival, and we kind of liven it up. We ask them, we don't require it, but we ask them to kind of make their dress uh, and incorporate corn shucks onto it. And, and they do. All of them really do, and it's really a fun time. Uh, but we do have a Miss Hot Tamale contest. It's just like a pageant. It really is. You go in, you do an interview process, you do your uh, stage appearance, your walk. We do an introduction. We do bios. Uh, find out how much you're involved in the community. And, of course, we award it. And, you know, there have been some wonderful girls that have gotten this award uh, over the past five years. And, you know, it's, able, it's something that they're able to put on their resume and carry with them. And we use them as ambassadors for this festival 
uh, going forward, and they do a great job. They do a great job. Well, now, Daniel, I have to I have to interject here because uh, yeah. that you've got beautiful photography on your website and on the Main Street site in Greenville. But these Thank dresses you. are. If anyone ever remembers that show, it was called Project Runway. It was about yes. you know fashion designers, and they'd make these um, incredible uh, gowns. That's what these women are doing. They are making ball gowns out of corn shucks. It's the it is a sight to behold. It really is, and I'll be honest with you, it, it was something we were not anticipating the first year, Miss Hot Tamale. We didn't require it. We didn't even think about it the first year, and the, and the lady who won it the first year, she came out in a dress and kind of blew us away, and we're like, wow, that's an amazing-looking dress, and we just said, that is really cool, uh, you know, because we're all about craft uh, and culture and the depth, and we said, look, let's just start you know, really suggesting that they start doing this because whenever you see that, it just really gets into the spirit of the festival and it looks great. And, and like I said, all the women, all the girls uh, from this point forward have, have loved to make their dresses out of corn shucks. Well, it's really cool. So go ahead with hot tamale eating. That's what we're really here for, right? Yes, hot tamale eating contest. And I tell everybody this, this is the steal of the festival. Uh, it is it is sponsored by Infinite Concepts, which is a business here in Greenville, Mississippi. And for only $5, $5 entry fee, you can shove down all the world-famous Doe's Hot Tamales that you can pack in your belly in five minutes. Uh, <laughs> last year's winner was able to uh, put 29 tamales away in that five-minute period. Uh, we do make it a little bit tough for them. You know, we cut the string, but they do have to unwrap it from the corn shucks. Um, themselves but we allow 12 people to come in and again it's just it's five minutes of just them eating as much as they can and it's a, it, it is actually a crowd favorite uh there are a lot of people around the stage at this point watching uh this eating contest and it, it really is a good event but again for only five dollars uh, it's a great event to get into, and again, uh, Infinite Concepts makes that possible for us by sponsoring it. Well, Daniel, we've been talking about a lot of fun stuff and uh, all the great things happening this weekend, and your work, um, you're very entrenched in community development in Greenville, and, you know, yeah. I just want to ask you, I mean, what does the Hot Tamale Festival really mean to the community? Well, it means a lot. Um, you know, we have a lot of visitors that come here for the Delta Hot Tamale Festival. I just spoke with the, um, some individuals that flew in from Ireland. Uh, and they were here, wow. they're kind of making a road trip in and around the Delta. Uh, but they came here, they, they read all about the Delta Hot Tamale Festival, they're going to join us tomorrow. You know, and we have four ticketed events. Um, we expanded the block party, which usually happens on, happens on Friday night. We're actually doing a concert in the square. Steve Azar, country music star, uh, he's our entertainment consultant this year. And we're bringing in John Williams and A440 Band and Cowboy Mouth to do a concert tonight. But, again, four ticketed events, and we track these. And going into this week, 81% of those ticket sales went to people that actually live outside of the state of Mississippi. I think our farthest was San Francisco, California. You know, so we're able to bring these individuals in, international visitors even, uh, even so, and they get to experience the culture. They get to experience the kindness, the friendliness. Uh, the crafts, the arts, the music, uh, and they love it. So, one, it gives the Delta great exposure. It gives Greenville great exposure. And, uh, you know, it really just helps us, um, you know, build what we're trying to do for community services because all the net proceeds from this festival directly go back down to downtown uh, economic purposes. We uh, try to help businesses with facade grants, get startup businesses, 
Um, so again, it's just more. It, it helps our uh, economy uh, in the Mississippi Delta a lot. So again, anytime that we, anytime this festival is successful, the community is going to be successful as well. That's great. And now I don't know if this is an economic development term, but it's my term. I call it new money. We like new money, you know, money <laughs> from outside of the state coming in. So uh, that's yeah. a great thing. And uh, Daniel, uh, you know, we've got to talk about it. Uh, that new federal courthouse coming to downtown Greenville is uh, just yeah. a wonderful, wonderful bit of news. So excited for all the great things happening in your community. Uh, tell folks where they can go to learn more about the Delta Hot Tamale Festival happening now and throughout the weekend. Go to our website, uh, www.mainstreetgreenville.com. Uh, click in the top right corner that, where it says Hot Tamale Festival. Uh, that will give you all the information um, regarding this festival, specifically all the things that will be taking place. We have our agenda on there, our schedule. We have our entertainment lineup. Um, and, or you can give us a call. Uh, we're all out on the streets right now, but I think we do have a few people in our offices that can be taking calls. Um, 662-378-3121. Or if you just you want to come, uh, type in 503 Washington Avenue onto your GPS, and that will actually take you to the very front of the festival. Oh, that's uh, great. The entrance of the festival for us. So uh, we would love to see everybody come out and have a good time this this weekend. Well, thanks, Daniel. Y'all save me a t-shirt because the t-shirts are really cute this year. So, um, I'll save you too. <laughs> that sounds great. Thank you so much. Well, thank, uh, thank you. you to Daniel Boggs for being with us and talking with us about the Delta Hot Tamale Festival. Uh, we're going to take a quick break and we get when we get back, we'll talk with Brian Keller. He's the organizer of Jacktoberfest 2017. This is Next Stop Mississippi and we'll be right back after the break. From the Capitol steps to your front door, MPB News covers the state like no one else. Our team of award-winning journalists keeps you informed on the news affecting your life. MPB News, online at mpbonline.org and on MPB Think Radio. You're listening to Next Stop Mississippi on MPB Think Radio. That's right. We're getting in weekend mode here on Next Stop Mississippi. It's Friday. It's a great day. Let's get ready to celebrate all things Mississippi. And uh, it's been a great show thus far on Next Stop. I'm Mary Margaret Miller. And if you're just tuning in, before the break, we spoke with Daniel Boggs about the Delta Hot Tamale Festival in Greenville. Lots of fun. And I think I know what I'm going to have for lunch today. Woo! All that tamale talks it got me hungry. So uh, uh, we um, have another guest on the line with us. Um, uh, he's in Jackson, but is out and about doing the things that festival organizers do. We want to welcome to the show Brian Keller with Jacktoberfest. Hi, Brian. Morning. How are you? I'm great. Thank you for making time to uh, talk to us today about uh, this year's Jacktoberfest, which takes place in downtown Jackson. Well, no, thank you. Um, we appreciate all the support that y'all have given us over the years. 
Well, Brian, um, Jacktoberfest has been around for a while, uh, but tell our listeners a little bit about uh, what happens every year. I believe it's the third Friday of October every year in, in how you change or transform downtown Jackson. Well, I mean, we've been fortunate enough since 2006 uh, to have the Jackson community support us just enthusiastically uh, enough that we can continue to do this year after year. Um, as far as transforming, I mean, it's nothing we're doing. We provide a little bit of infrastructure. It's the community that comes out, you know, that joins us as our guests that really do the transformation. Um, uh, you know, it's just a lot of great fellowship, some great weather. Um, it's, I mean, all things great by Jackson, all things great by Mississippi. That's right. And really at the core of Jacktoberfest, you've got a homebrew competition. And this was in place long before we had all of our, um, you know, all of the uh, homebrew or, you know, uh, craft beer laws that we have in place now that allow us to have brew pubs and, and great, uh, great handmade beers. Um, but you guys were really at the heart of uh, celebrating our craft beer culture long before it was, I guess, legal. Well, I'm going to deny that in case any law enforcement is listening right now. <laughs> Maybe that um, wasn't the best way to phrase it. No, no. Um, we get to be a part of celebrating it. Um, you know, Razor Pints, you know, uh, they used to do all of our pouring years ago um, as a fundraiser to kind of, you know, offset some of their lobbying bills to get the laws changed. Um, you know, we were fortunate enough to, to team with Lucky Town Brewing um, and uh Backyard Outlaw Brewers, uh, there's a homebrew club in Jackson that actually does the competition. They judge it according to very rigorous standards. And, um, and it's something to see. I mean, it's, uh, it's a Herculean task they undertake. Um, it's, uh, honestly, I think that uh, my, my comprehensive exams in college were easier. Um, <laughs> but, but they come every year, and, you know, they sit down, they take this very seriously. Um, so that's... I think that's one of the biggest uh, one of the big stokes of the fire of this uh, of the beer culture here is uh, all the different organizations that come together, and there's no internally seen uh, you know arguing or whatever. They come together, common goal, common purpose, and uh, we're just lucky enough to be a part of it. Well, that's great. And it really does have sort of that Oktoberfest beer garden feel. You're um, out and about in uh, beautiful downtown Jackson and uh, really, you know, enjoying some camaraderie, some great homebrew and uh, and the music. I mean, I'd be remiss if I didn't mention that you guys have a stellar lineup this year. Well, I mean, and that's all thanks to Elegant Trainwreck and uh, Cody Cox. Um, but, uh, you know, he's he's really got a feeling for, uh, for our mission, what we're trying to do. Um, and what's neat about our uh, event is you actually have bands that every year, um, you know, maybe their parents and grandparents don't get to come see them because, you know, they start at 1030 or 11 in a bar, you know, but they can come out and see them in the early evening, uh, you know, in a family-friendly environment and, you know, and celebrate them and enjoy them too. And, and the family-friendly aspect is, is one of my favorite parts of it. Yeah, I agree. I was there last year with literally like an eight-month-old and felt perfectly comfortable. Uh, it's, a, it's a great environment. And I believe, um, if I read this correctly, Brian, um, you guys are growing so much that you're actually in a larger space this year. We are. And, and again, that is thanks to y'all. I mean, it's the, uh, you know, the Jacksonians that come out and support us just wholeheartedly. It's just, it's humbling. It really is humbling. Um, to have outgrown that space that we lived in for so many years, uh, I'm a little scared today, not going to lie to you. Um, you know, a whole new set of problems. But honestly, with, with the support of the Jacksonians, uh, we're going to be fine. 
Absolutely. And so you're just really moving up the block uh, into Smith Park and the surrounding area. So uh, same feel, same, uh, same, you know, area of town. So I wish you the best with that. The festival artwork, uh, which is by Roy Adkins of Light and Glass Studio, reflects this move to Smith Park. And I think that's really clever and well done. Um, So, Brian, if folks want to learn more about uh, what's happening today, I believe things get started at 11. They do, and, uh, you know, they can search on Facebook. You know, if they're social media savvy, you know, I'm not. Um, but they can find our event on Facebook. Uh, we start at 11 a.m. We end at 11 p.m. Uh, we're going to be operating all day. Uh, you know, it's no admission charge whatsoever. If you want to just come, wander around, you know, don't spend a dime, that's fine with us. We're just glad to see you. That's great. That's great. Well, we really appreciate your time, and we're really pleased that our next guest on the show is Silas, who's headlining Jacktoberfest this year. Uh, so tying into that and some other great independent uh, musicians playing this year's show, Greater Pyrenees, Clouds and Crayons, and The Echo, many more. So really uh, exciting, uh, unique music you can hear, unique beer you can uh, you can taste, and, uh, and, and great friends to, uh, to um, you know, fellowship with. So uh, thanks, Brian, for being on the show. And we're going to take another break, and then we're going to come back with our uh, weekly music segment. This year, we're featuring uh, hip-hop musician Silas, so stick around because you do not want to miss this interview. This is Next Stop Mississippi on MPB Think Radio. An evening of jazz can be just what the doctor ordered. Join me, Meredith Michelle, with WJSU's Evening Jazz, 7 to 10 weeknights on MPB Music Radio. You're listening to Next Stop Mississippi on MPB Think Radio. Welcome back. This is Next Stop Mississippi. You're listening to a cut from The Wiz by Silas, who we have in studio with us this morning. I'm Mary Margaret Miller, and it's time for the music segment. I'm so pleased today to have uh, hip-hop music artist Silas Stapleton with me today, better known just as Silas. Welcome to the show. Hey, how you doing? I appreciate you having me. Oh, I'm so so pleased to have you here today. Now, yeah. I, I first learned about your music through an actual MPB program, Amped and Wired, which oh, okay. is uh, the Friday night uh, music show. comes on at 10 p.m. Check it out if you haven't checked it out. Uh, but it really drove me to dig deeper and explore your music a little bit more. So uh, great having you here today. Cool. Uh, you know, you're a Jackson native, is that right? Yeah, my whole life. Uh, Fondren area, North Jackson. Uh that's where I've been. That's where I was raised. So, yeah. Well, and I hear that in your music throughout. But I know that um, while you, uh, your work really right now is, is about hip-hop and rap, you started as an instrumental artist. I did. I did uh, playing trumpet 100%. Uh, kind of got away from it, but God led me back to it. 
uh, and I'm incorporating it into what I do right now. So it's best of both worlds. Absolutely. Now, I was doing a little bit of research about your music and uh, about your recent album, uh, The Day I Died. It came out in 2016. And mm-hmm. uh, and you say that, um, you know, when you came out with that album, you kind of put the trumpet down for a minute. But I see you, you've picked it back up. Yeah, I did. I put it down. Um, I was going through some things. I, I kind of felt like who would, uh, you know, when I was younger, who would want to hear a guy rap and play trumpet to, you know. And I had some conversations with my dad, and he was telling me, well, you know, everybody raps, but, you know, you need a you know, a special, you know, weapon in your arsenal, you know, something to help you cut through, and, and, and the trumpet was mine. So I, I picked it back up, and, and here we are now. Well, I love it. I love it. Now, often when I see your name, I see the hashtag reject regular rap. Yeah. Tell me what that means. So reject regular rap is just, um, it's basically, um, it's a bridge to, you know, artists uh, like myself. Um, just saying, you know, hey, don't get caught up in the norm, you know, everything that's going on, you know, commercial, uh, radio, you know, like we're on the radio, but we don't necessarily make commercial music and we make, we make music for the people. And, uh, we just want to let people know that that can also reach the masses. Well, and speaking of reaching the masses, I was very interested to see that you're streaming your album. Yeah. Um, we're streaming pretty much everywhere. Spotify, Apple music, title, um, Google play. Um, SoundCloud, YouTube, pretty much anywhere you could think is um, the day I die is there. That's great. Now, uh, your tour, the Wiz tour, has been going strong. Uh, tonight's show in Jackson, I believe, is your last Jackson show for the year. Last um, one, so yeah. people need to get out there. You'll hit the stage around 9 p.m. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, this album, uh, The Day I Died, it really it got you a lot of national attention, um, and it's been keeping you really busy. But tell us about what went into that album, uh, how long you'd been working on it, and, and where your inspiration came from. Um, the day I died, man, we I worked on the album maybe about um, three years, yeah, before we released it, and it was just a lot of. Um, I finally made a decision. I sat down with myself and had a conversation that I just wanted to make something that uh, that was special to me um, and who I was, and and just pour out one hundred percent of me and, and just nothing unauthentic, you know, around it. I just wanted to be as true as possible, and I wanted a lot of people to be able to relate to it particularly the uh, people who are similar to me. Um, So I just wanted to make, you know, kind of like a time capsule of my life from a kid up until now. Well, uh, in listening to the lyrics of, of The Wiz, you really kind of take away this sort of evolution of your of your identity as a performer, this kind of, uh, you know, uh, concept that we're all changing, we're all growing. And uh, as yeah. life brings these big elements, um, these big opportunities, uh, you it's just part of, uh, I guess, your growth as an artist. Yeah, most definitely. Now, I know you are uh, a role model, uh, you know, an icon for a lot of uh, young musicians in the area. And uh, and speaking of, of young people and um, and really, you know, uh, movements around uh, the, the nation, um, we're going to take a listen to uh, Gullah Gullah Island, one of the uh, top tracks off your album, yeah. uh, The Day I Died. And when we come back in from that, I'll let you talk about that a little bit. Yeah, cool. Ha <laughs> 
need to, but keep it on the low. Where you can absolutely, positively keep it on the side of the stove. Sipping on that 4 0 the 5 0 with your pit bull. Don't let them roam around, go. When the pack of the loud go ahead, you can blow. And I treat with a noose on the aisle. Already been burnt on a pile. You ain't never ever gotta worry with your mother, mother. Whoop with a gun to the back of the head of a child. Go wild. Welcome to the land of the colored. All we do is win, never suffer. Ain't no cops in the cover. Where every kid on the block never had a clock. In our families, got a father and a mother, but we all living good. Ain't God good, he delivered us cause he could. But they couldn't bring hurt to the hood cause it ain't no hood. Around the keys, should do it pretty damn good. All the kids wearing hoodies, coming from the back of the seven eleven with a pack full of goodies. Skittles with a can of Arizona on deck from a That's Gullagala Island by Silas. We've got him in the studio with us today. If you're just joining us, this is Mississippi Next Stop Mississippi on MPB Think Radio. Uh, now, Silas, uh, your the video, the music video for Gullagala Island is mm-hmm. so strong. I mean, it's 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 theatrical, it's dramatic, it, it's a beautifully shot video. Um, really enjoyed that. But let's talk a little bit about this song particularly yeah um basically man uh the song just came uh from some frustrations i was having um at the time um some frustrations i have all the time but they just kind of built up and you know bubbled and boiled out of the pot and you know i I just got a pen and i started writing the song just you know basically about all the social injustice on that's going on and you know the the killings you know and and you know, no no justice being served at all, you know, for it. And it's it was just the outlet for me to kind of talk about, you know, what's actually going on in the world right now and um and how we can make an attempt to change it. Absolutely. So uh, this was a, a reaction to police brutality, an answer to um, the Black Lives Matter movement. And, you know, I, I have to ask, you know, the Gullah Gullah Island theme, you know, I, for those who don't know, that's a, a culture in North and South Carolina. Yeah. Um, so was this a, a direct response to, uh, you know, uh, Mother Emmanuel and, and uh, the what happened there in Charleston? Well, it was it was more so. Um, well, I, I guess. You can say um, it's basically a response to everything going on, period, you know, around that that subject matter. And the reason I actually chose this, the sample um, from that kid's show is because it, it was a show that I, I grew up watching uh, when I was in elementary school. And it meant a lot to me because uh, it's, not, it's not often that you see, like, an all-black cast on television and uh, with just positive uh, role models throughout the entire show. And that kind of meant something to me, you know, especially talking about what I was talking about. So at the same time, we're talking about the injustice, but at the same time, I want to uplift my people, you know, and uh, and let them know, you know, that we're great and, we're, and we can do great things, too. Wow. I, I, I love it. I love the song. I love the message. It's just a awesome, uh, awesome tune. Um, a great album, uh, The Day I Died of 2016 by Silas. Now, uh, talk a little bit about your music influences. Uh, my influences, man. Probably every genre of music influences me. Uh, I listen to everything. I listen to, uh, you know, R&B. Uh, I like contemporary rock. Uh, I like rap. Um, but I think probably the first time I just wanted to rap and I thought maybe I could rap was uh, listening to Kanye. Uh, he kind of inspired me to go, like, full-fledged with it. Um, just him being from the background he was from, and I feel like my background was similar. So I was like, well, maybe I can do it. I'll, I'll, I'll give it a shot. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, now, maybe this is a misconception I have, but often when I think of hip-hop artists, I think about solo acts. But you often play with a full band. Yeah, man. I feel like um, when you when you do a live show, it has to be live, and you got to give people that experience, you know. Um, 
because otherwise they could just listen to the record at home, you know, <laughs> and you want them to come to the show and you want to give them something different and something to leave with as well. So, yeah, it's, it's, it just adds a, um, a great element, you know, just having a, a keyboard and a guitar and a bass and some drums to just back up like the icing on a cake. Yeah. Know? Now, what do you get out of a live performance? I see what you're giving your audience, you know, something they can't get at home with just their headphones. But uh, what does it mean for you? Uh, it means everything to me, you know, like I'm a trumpet player first, so it's always great to be able to collab with great um, musicians on stage and just, you know, and the great thing about uh, music or musicians, rather, is that you never know what's going to happen, and sometimes you can just create stuff in the moment um, that you, you won't do in the studio or, you know, or anywhere else, so it's just the on-the-spot, you know, reaction, and, you know, you guys are just having fun, and, you know, before you know it, you made something amazing. Ah, that's so cool. So cool. Now, uh, like uh, we mentioned before, you're coming off of a big tour. Uh, you've got this album out that's doing really well. And yeah. I just, you know, I want to encourage everyone to go to dear-silas.com and check out these music videos. Your whole website is very creative. Um, I love the style. Thank you. Uh, so what's next for you? You've got a lot going on. Are you going to take a break? Or are you going to, uh, maybe you've got something cooking? Yeah, we'll, we'll take a break in a sense, uh, but only to work a little harder behind the scenes um so next up we do have a, a couple of visuals um left coming from the day i died and then we'll kind of we'll kind of go cold turkey on some things but we're just working in the background um just prepping a new album and more new visuals and a bigger tour so a new album yeah all right <laughs> uh, <laughs> um so uh anything uh you're trying out different we could, that you can maybe you know I know you got to keep this stuff close to the vest, but anything uh you little sneak peeks you can give us uh, I don't have anything as of right now we really want to keep <laughs> fair it on the wraps. enough it's super special fair yeah. enough absolutely now uh you you are uh a dedicated jacksonian um you are a Mississippian by birth mm-hmm. what what does that mean to be a a current popular hip hop artist from a place like Mississippi uh it means a lot especially being uh from Mississippi you know um I feel like i'm i'm uh I'm giving this outlet to get a to get Mississippi out, you know, to the world, you know, especially with this being the birthplace to a lot of things. And a lot of people don't know that, you know, um, a lot of stuff originates in Mississippi and it kind of gets lost in translation uh, later on. So, you know, if I can be that bridge, let, you know, people know, hey, a lot of stuff starts here and it's not going to stop starting here. You know, I'll do that. That's awesome. Well, we appreciate you being an ambassador for uh, the young creative culture that really is growing here, uh, growing in Jackson, growing across the state. Now, um, I, I just mentioned your website, dear-silas.com, uh, mm-hmm. a great place to find uh, great merchandise, awesome um, uh, links to your music and the videos as well. Uh, where are some other places uh, people can follow you and uh, keep up with what you're doing? Oh, yeah. Um, so Instagram is Dear Silas. Pretty much everything is Dear Silas. Um, Facebook is Dear Silas. Facebook.com backslash Dear Silas. Um, YouTube, search Dear Silas. Um, and Twitter is underscore Dear Silas. So, yeah, pretty much. If you just if you Google Dear Silas, I'm pretty sure I'll come up. Okay, yeah. great. Now, we've been talking about some heavy stuff today, but you've got a great sense of humor. It really comes out yeah. uh, in a lot of what you do. I think you've uh, been a comedian um, in a past life. So, uh, mm-hmm. you know, just a, a very multi-talented person. Now, we're going to go out today with another song, Young, Cool, and Sexy. Uh, this is on uh, the, um, the Day I Died album, correct? It is, yeah. Um, so this song is just basically, it's... Uh, 
it's a transition from the Wiz. And basically, you know, after I find myself on the Wiz, I kind of um, I fall in love with myself. So it's just about, you know, just being proud of who you are and accepting you for everything, you know, court, um, including the flaws and just rolling with the punches and just, you know, being excited to be you. That's great. That's great. And now I can't get out of the studio today without uh, saying hello to Brad Franklin Kamikaze. Thanks for being here. Hey, thanks. Thanks for having us. Thanks for having us. And now you two are are often found together. Mm -hmm. I'm I'm just really kind of a behind the scenes guy. Um, I'm just here to support Silas and make sure we push his brand to, to new heights and where it needs to be. And um, Hourglass Media Group is is very pleased to be representing this gentleman. He is the franchise of our company. He is the franchise of our label, our management company. Uh, we're pouring everything we have into this gentleman because we believe that he has what it takes to take this state to the next level. I mean, he's one of the most talented, most eclectic uh, artists that, that I've seen, and he's the first person since I retired from being an artist. He is the first person that I saw that I felt like I wanted to work with. So him being that first artist was was very important to me and uh you know i'm just here to make sure that you know we continue to push him so i'm i'm in the background you know this is about <laughs> well, silas so w- what a testament and it's such an honor to have you uh both here today thank you silas thank uh, you. for joining us in the studio uh i'm mary margaret miller and you've been listening to next stop mississippi our producer is michelle mcadoo and as we go out today we'll be uh listening to a track off the day i died silas Uh, This is Young, Cool, and Sexy. Stay tuned for uh, Southern Remedy for Women coming up next. This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. To hear previous shows, visit mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand.